Welcome to the Seahawks Man to Man podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the tweet machine. You can follow me at Mike Dugar. I have a blue check next to my name, so it should be real easy to find me. Chris, talk to him. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Christopher Kidd. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206 and that's CKIDD206. Uh, we got. We have to start with a shout out. I know we're not supposed to necessarily shout out, you know, quote unquote, competitors, but Bob doesn't have a podcast, so that's fine. Shout out, Bob. This is Seattle Times uh, with the with the fresh report. Uh, this uh, was that this morning, this afternoon, giving us some content. Remember, we were fishing for content. One always of those summers, fishing. we always are fishing. <laughs> but one of them summers, we was fishing hard. Oh right? man! And now it's coming to us a lot easier. I like it. It just that's, fall, what, that's, that's how it works in podcasting. We we stay in front of our phones. Updates come up. Bob Condota dropped what? Oh, we got to read this. Oh, this is Chris. We got to do something on this. This is yeah. big. Yeah, I was on the phone though. I mean, I was like, oh man, dang, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I gotta work. Uh, if you, if you're not aware, uh, report that has since been confirmed by the uh, by ESPN, and I can confirm it as well. But first reported by the Seattle Times is that Russell Wilson and his people have given the Seahawks a deadline to get a contract extension done. That deadline be april 15th which is the start of the team's off-season workouts uh they're voluntary this is the voluntary portion of it doesn't get mandatory until i believe in june but uh bob was reporting and again i can confirm that the team uh, that russ's people basically said look we want to deal by april 15th what's happening so there's a little lot that falls from that it's like a whole lot and oh man me and chris just broke it all down like right before we hopped on the on, on the mics here there's, there's there's a lot so Here's one thing that stands out to me to start. Like I said, I can confirm that the team, that his reps have have done that. Like that's a thing. They said April fifteenth. What's up? They're not talking about taxes either. They're talking <laughs> about big, real deal. You know, big money over here. So, for one, the deadline doesn't surprise me. And let me say, here's why. In this business, uh, look at me sound like I've been in the business for a while. But anyway, you have Mike. I've really only been covering the NFL for two years, and it feels like 20. It it really is lot. crazy. Yeah, you learn so much. It's so different than college. But anyway, in this business, you need deadlines to get things done. You know, you just you just do. Or else people put stuff off, stop texting you back, calling you back, whatever. It's just like college. You have a project due on April 15th. If you don't turn it in, you lose a grade. Right. <laughs> and what are you going to do? What you, Even though there's a deadline, what are you going to do? Wait till April 14th, and then you're going to be sitting there... <laughs> Either popping Adderall and drinking Red Bull or coffee, <laughs> you're, gonna you're gonna be figure it out. you're gonna be trying to finish that paper. No, you're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess it's not just this business, but that applies here. Look, you need deadlines to get stuff done. So I understand that part. I also, um, if you if you guys haven't noticed, like if you follow my stuff on the Athletic, uh, and if you just kind of follow what I've been saying on here versus like what the team has been saying, like if you listen to like Pete and you listen to Schneider, uh, Pete Carroll and John Schneider, that is. They really have given the impression that they have been talking with Russell's people about an extension for a while. You know, they've set, talked about the talks have, have been ongoing. They've talked to his people. They've been saying that since like January and February. I've been writing confidently that I have never really heard that. I've, I haven't heard that the talks have been like going on for a while or they've been in constant communication. Like, before I got to Indy for the Combine, I was under the impression that they hadn't talked to Russell's people at all. So when did when the Combine go? I flew out there on the 26th, I think, February. Before I got there, I was very confident. Like, oh, yeah, they haven't talked to his people. I remember because right now about the, the cowherd rumor. There it was. Yeah, by that point, 
there was no talks there, right? So, of course, they've talked since then, clearly. Uh, doesn't sound like it's going well, <laughs> but clearly <laughs> they've talked. But the fact that one side was saying this and the other side was, I'm kind of hearing, I'm not, yeah, I'm basically hearing from the other side that, okay, that ain't the case. Okay, well, boom. They just ain't on the same page. Don't know who's telling the truth, who's lying. Just know that they're not on the same page, and that is enough to tell me something ain't right. Yeah. You know? Could it be that the Seahawks believe that they can get it done when they want to and they're not really worried because they believe Russ is all about the team aspect? He's been so go Hawks. And you just look at him, you would never think Russ is all about the money, even though he might ball out, play as a top five quarterback, if not the best in the league, but then go in the locker room and be the most humble dude ever. You think the Seahawks are probably taking advantage of that? That's a good question. And I don't want to I don't want to say taking advantage. How do I word this where it's not No, I get what you're saying. Just like, yeah, it is taking advantage. It's saying like I he's guess, huh? Yeah, cuz it, it it's the advantage of dealing with a guy like that versus how you would deal with like Antonio Brown. Like oh. you know he wants the bread. He makes it very clear he wants the bread, right? <laughs> and he's like, if you don't give me the bread, I will act. Hell, he went to Oakland. <laughs> right. He's like, I will act accordingly if you don't give me the bread. Okay. Right. Got I will it. go where well, Russ has not really expressed that. He has expressed I love football. You know, I asked him about his contract. I think in Phoenix and uh we might have time to dig up the audio, but it is just like perfect Russ answer. It's like, it's like you know, I love football. You know, I love you know. There's three things: God, you, family, and football. As you said, he he sometimes dances around questions. Yeah, that was a that was a moonwalk <laughs> with a with a, with a yeet in there, you know, and a and a nene. It was all in one. It was just one big dance. It was great. It was perfect. Uh, so, are they taking advantage of that? I don't think so because you have to remember it. We word it as if the player is in control when really they're they're not. Like we word it as if like Frank's holding out, right? Or like Aaron Donald is holding out or like he's disgruntled over the contract when a lot of like the agent is controlling a lot of that. You know, unless it's someone who we know is negotiating their stuff, like like Richard Sherman, that is, or, you know, who else just did theirs by themselves. Uh, I think Larry Fitzgerald does his own now. I think uh, Russell Okung still does his own. So unless you're a guy like that doing your own. Doesn't Bobby too? He is going to. That's, he that's didn't. Right. He didn't do that's the last right. one. Going by to. Okay, that's right. So unless you're doing it like that, when you see like Russell has told the Seahawks, he probably hasn't told him anything, right? It's it's your reps, right? Your reps tell the you know that you're not going to show up, or that you know you want this amount of money. It's to my understanding, it's seldom the player themselves saying, "Hey, Mike Tomlin, give me a hundred million dollars guaranteed." Yeah. You know, if you're Le- Le'Veon actually might write might rap that, <laughs> but you know he might have some bars like that. Speaking of rap, uh, did you hear what what Keenan Allen had to say about his raps? Uh, yeah, he said his raps suck. I just want to throw it out there. I don't want to get too off track, but I thought that was funny. Well, <laughs> that's the that's the dangers of asking for honesty is actually getting it. Right? Like that's if you've ever you know people who rap right, and they probably actually Chris, what you think? Hey, you know, man. you never really want to tell them that it sucks, right? Oh, at this point in your life, Mike, we're all grown men. You got to be honest. Man. No, I'll tell somebody if they if it sucks. Yeah, like now you, back in high school, maybe not, but nowadays, you're grown and you're not doing it. I'm gonna be honest, hey, bro, it's not for you, right? I think you're really good at other things, but rapping is not it. <laughs> I've learned to just like I start with like how it can improve because I want to just tear somebody down and say like Keenan Keenan just said that ain't would it, it. Would a killer Mike do on his show? He killed dreams. No, Straight that's up. that's fair. And we like Charlemagne the God. He has the same thing. Like the F your dreams chapter of his book was yeah. really good. I get it. But me, I'm Mike's I try a to sweetheart. That's all, guys. I just try to you know because I understand it's your art and you don't want to like if I ask people how a story is I I hate when they say 
it sucks, right? But I need to hear that it sucks. I can like be down and then flip the switch and turn it right back on and just fix how it. To make it unsuck. So I would exactly uh, is unsuck a word? No, I just threw it out there and it uh, sounded good, uh, didn't it? I'll, all right, we'll we'll roll <laughs> with that. I don't think to answer your question, I don't think the Seahawks are doing that. Okay, because I don't think Heat Russ is in charge in that way. His agent's always been about the bread, right? Because okay, yeah. that's his, his. He has one job: get the get best the deal for my client. That's all that matters. The, the hometown love and then the other stuff. It's all about the Benjamins. No, it's like put my client in the best best position to get what my client is worth for as long as my client is worth that. That is the agent's job. Always be the agent's job. Then what's the hold up, Mike? What are the Seahawks trying to do here? <sighs> you know, I don't think it's too complicated in that. Like the hold up is always just not always in situations like this where you know Russell wants to be in Seattle and Seattle wants Russell because they're not stupid. Uh, at least I think they're not. <laughs> I don't know. We got to hold on here. Yeah, I don't know. Like, paying Russell seems pretty no-brainer, right? <laughs> so if you don't do it, that means you have no brain, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> I get, You can put it that way. The hold-up's just going to be in the situation like this where, you know, both parties want each other is money. You know, I don't know exactly if it's guaranteed money or whatever. I, I honestly do not. I don't know. Uh, but I can safely assume that it's 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 just the bread, right? Whatever, however that looks. Will they come to terms on some bread? I don't know. But if you're the Seahawks, the the only holdup to to signing Russ has to be bread because it's not. Hey, is he good enough? You know to sign. It's like no, man. Of course, right? Like, <laughs> no, not seen him the last three seasons. You know how? Have you seen him the last seven? His like career. The, yeah. yeah, they're. Like Russ has been consistently at a level. Like even if you compare him to other guys who have maybe like uh, who are better. Like I think someone like obviously Brady Breeze. You know, you you know what you're going to get. You know from Russ, and it for the most part it doesn't really matter what else is around him. Right, he was playing with bad old lines and putting up great numbers. Right, there's very few people who can say that. So that's not the issue. It's just it's got to be the bread, and that's why them being on the same page, just in terms of communicating how the talks are going. I know they ain't on the same terms with no bread. Like if y'all if y'all can't get on the same page about whether y'all even talking, I know when you finally do talk, it ain't gonna be smooth, right? I they knew, got thirteen days to figure it out at this point. Yeah, that's the other thing about that. That's a quick turnaround. I think it's a quick turnaround. This is also assuming that they just found out that the, this the deadline was just given to them. We don't that know is that is true. Yeah, they could, they could have known this for a minute, and it just someone just you know gave it gave it to Bob. I don't know that. Yeah, but. Let, let's just assume that they found out February. Uh, no, let's uh, let's let's give it something more more close because that's more exciting. They just found out, you know, at the end of the month. Okay. So they've known maybe like a few days for us. So they've got you know two weeks and some change to figure it out. That's tight. I don't that window. Really, <laughs> no, I don't because I don't really know how the Seahawks get down when they're given given deadlines. Because here's the other thing about deadlines in the NFL. Remember, remember when Earl was holding out, right? And we talked about holdouts a lot. And a lot of it is is the word pride, right? You don't want to make it feel like the player is in charge. You know, you don't want to get strong armed by anybody. You don't want to, because that's what a holdout is. Holdout is, hey, I'm not going to come to work until you pay me. The team's like, well, we don't do what you say. Go to your couch then, right? Like, that's how that works. This is that same thing. Hey, pay me by April 15th. I don't jump when you say jump, fool. Do what you got to do, right? And then there's, there's someone like Russ who's probably just going to show up anyway, Right to to the workouts. So, what's the where's the where's the leverage there? Yeah. If, if you're not going to use your presence as leverage, if you put a date out. Use? And what's the point of even doing that? If you're going to show up to camp, you're going to play, you're going to play under your last year for your contract. Right. Which and the Seahawks kind of probably know all this, which is crazy. Which is 
Which goes back to the question I asked you earlier about are the Seahawks toying with them and saying, hey, go fish. See, that's the thing. They know they're going to have. Remember how uh, Pete, after I think it was at the owners' meetings, you know, let's assume maybe they found out at the owners' meetings or okay. shortly after because that was a towards the ago, end of the two yeah. weeks ago. Like a week, yeah, a week ago. Um, so let's assume that that's their. They've, so they've known for maybe like three weeks. Let's assume. Again, I don't know that for sure. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, a little, little fun, healthy speculation here. So they know that, right? But then you have to, like, they have to go through the leverage. They have to then, A, believe. That the talks will end after that. They have to then, they have to confidently think, hey, look, if we try to call Russ's people on April 16th, we will get blocked. Like, they, <laughs> they have to, you have to, you have to think that's real thing. If you don't think that's real, then that deadline doesn't mean a damn thing to you. You know, that's, if you think you can turn your paper in in college on April 16th, then you don't care about the April 15th deadline. You'll procrastinate, you'll go kick it on Greek Row, and then you'll try to do it on April 16th or get an extension or go to the office hours or whatever. So, first, we have to, so I don't know. Should we assume that they are, are afraid of the deadline or not? Because that's that. Man, if we're that's, painting out that's this a scenario. Really that's really good question. Do you it, think the Seahawks are afraid of that deadline? Yeah, it's like those goosebumps books where it's like, all right, do you believe this? Go to page three hundred one. I you think know? that depends on if the Seahawks are looking ahead and are thinking of all the worst case scenarios that could happen with Russ. And if they are, then yes, I would say they are. Oh well, they have to factor those in, right? Part of you it would is think they do, is but risk as we management. just said, if they don't sign them, they ain't got no brain. I mean this kind of leads up to that if they don't get them on the 15th now what well the, the good thing is that pete knows this is why pete probably is so carefree this offseason pete knows and john knows you got russell in 2019 no matter what yeah right because i'm not gonna act like me and russell go hang out and play pickup ball we don't right but i i can i feel like i kind of know the guy a little bit you know if you know what i mean like he's not gonna hold out you know he's not gonna just like, why would he do that? He loves football, right? Like, every time I talk to him, he loves football. Everything's football. Okay, well, here. Since we're getting to the fact that he's not going to hold out, let's go down some of the worst-case scenarios for Seahawks fans in a situation where this is not done by the 15th and looking ahead maybe into the years of 2021, which this could actually – okay, let's start with the first one. For example, you mentioned franchise tag. Oh, boy. And this kind of leads to your – to your boy, Kirk Cousins. Go ahead and give that spill, Mike. That's that's that that that's where it gets tricky. <laughs> it sucks when it sucks because uh, Russ and Kirk came into the league together. Yeah, wow. So they're always gonna be like when one gets paid, the other one. You know, same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Russ and him got paid, I think, the same year in 2015, and Rodgers just got paid last year, I think. Um, so they're just gonna be connected to each other in that way. But yes, there's the tag game. I think I've written about the tag game, you know, on the Athletic somewhere. I can't remember what article it was. I've been writing about Russ for so damn long. I can't <laughs> put all the articles together. I'm going to put money on it. it was somewhere with Frank. It has to be. Uh, yeah, I think it might have been when I wrote about the rumors and stuff. I can't. Anyway, the the tag game kind of works as people have written about this before as well. Is that like this is also in in Bob's story too? Actually, no. Read my story. I don't read Bob's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Bob. Uh, I think. The tag game works as if so he plays out twenty nineteen under whatever deal he's on now makes seventeen million or whatever, and then twenty twenty he gets tagged around this time next year like February he gets tagged, right? That's I think thirty, 30 million, million, yeah, mm-hmm. thirty and some change. I think that would be, and then uh, let's see in twenty twenty one or after the twenty twenty season they tag him again, right? So you're looking at March or April or February of twenty twenty one. He gets slapped with another tag. I forget how much that would reportedly be. The tag numbers depend on the salary cap and stuff, so that's how we don't. That's why I don't know off the top of my head right now. 
Um, I would say that's probably, let's guess, like $35 million or something like that. So all those are one-year deals are guaranteed. So then he plays. five in two years. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds right. So he makes $65 million guaranteed over two years. Yep. So then after 2021, Russ is 32. He's old for a quarterback, going but he's to still be, slanging the rock. Yeah, going into being 33 in November, I think, of the season. Uh, then after, say, he plays a 2021 season, you know, now it's just like, all right, cool. You can't slap a third tag on me. I think the third tag is where you can, like, I think. Let's. We have to also assume that the collective bargain agreement that ends after the 2020 season, that they keep the franchise tags as they are. Okay. The players should fight damn hard to get rid of them because franchise tags are stupid. But if they do not, let's just assume. There's a lot of assuming in this damn scenario, but it's because <laughs> there's so much speculation, and we're not in charge of anything. Let's assume that the tags are the way they are. Boom, you're looking at 2021. Okay, you can't tag them again because then you might have to pay them, like, I, I don't a lot, know, of a lot of money that I don't even think they <laughs> have. Million. Might even be more than that. Man, they make the third tag just astronomically expensive so that teams don't do it. There right? you go. That makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. So, 2021, Russ is like, I'm going to tell you like George Bush told me, middle finger, you guys, I'm out of here. Right? <laughs> it's a Kanye quote. Uh, also, it's like an Earl Thomas quote. Seahawks at the same don't time. like quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then, it, then you're just looking. But what that does do, so that's worst case scenario. Worst case is two tags a la Kirk Cousins. I think he got tagged twice as well. And then, and then he signs deal. somewhere else. Okay. He just bounces. Now, what if in between those, let's say after the first year, they tag him at, we said, $30 million. The mm-hmm. second year, Seahawks want to tag him at thirty-five, but the New Orleans Saints say, we're going to throw up $45 million. What's up, Russ? I, I think, oh, man, I would have to dig into my kind of salary cap notes on this, but I would think – that in that scenario, if he gets tagged and that another team wants him, that if they if they give him an offer that the Seahawks don't match after he's been tagged, I think the Seahawks get like two first-round picks in compensation for losing Russ. Seahawks fans just threw off their hats. They're like, don't give up Russ for two round two first-round picks. Mike, would you give up Russ for two first-round picks? In that scenario? In that scenario. In that scenario. So not like the one now. Because I saw the Damian Woody tweet when I came up yeah, here. Okay. That, was, that made me laugh. <laughs> that really did. I was like, I'm just like, wait, how did we even... How do we get there? How do we get here? Yeah, that <laughs> it wasn't even that it was dumb or anything. It was just kind of like, wait a minute, you what did I steps. miss? Because I like I, I I was I left my house and I got to yours and I was like, now they're trading Russ for two fresh round picks. Like, wait, <laughs> what did I miss? I tried to like see where he got that from. But in that scenario that you just talked about, that another team comes with that's actually a good good team to use here because they'll need a quarterback by Bingo. then. Bingo. The charge <laughs> the Chargers would as well. I had this with thinking. Yeah, the Chargers would as well. Chargers, Chargers too. Another one? Uh, if you're the Seahawks, no. Man, Russ is worth so much more than two first-round picks. You're a good general manager. Look at you. Well, that's because I don't think first-round picks. I think they're valuable, but, like, I don't think that highly of them. Like, if I was – we may have to talk about this when, it's, when it gets closer to the draft, but did you see I had a tweet the other day kind of joking that uh, – John Snyder said this. John Snyder said that if uh, – you could, someone asked him, I think it was, like, Mike and Brock and Salk or whatever – that said, hey, man, can, can you pay Russ, Frank, and Bobby? You know, is that possible? And he's like, yeah, you just have to go cheap other spots. And I, I think I joked, like, yeah, they're going to have they're gonna have those three dudes on big deals and then a team, full of, and then a team full of guys drafted on day three <laughs> and UDFAs, undrafted free agents, uh, who are basically all real cheap, like Puna Fords of, of the world and whatnot. I don't even know how much Puna is making next year. It's not a lot. Oh, my goodness. 570000 right? They're going to have a bunch of dudes like that. 
you know what's kind of funny? That's not that bad of a way to build a team. Uh, the Patriots probably have a bunch of guys like that. Uh, yeah, like no team is flooded with that because teams like I mean the Patriots just drafted a running back in the first round, right? Like there's obviously no one's literally doing that. Yeah, but I mean I don't think we're far off from a team giving it a shot. You know, instead of drafting ten guys or eight guys across days one, two, and three, right? Putting your pressure on yourself to hit on days one and two, and just hoping you get lucky on day three. Just draft eight dudes on day three because that's rounds four through seven. <laughs> And then let's say you you only hit on two, but you hit on hitting at the, you get two starters right in the fourth round or you get one in the fourth round one in the seventh round you're paying the seventh round guy dirt you're paying the fourth round guy just shinier dirt you know yeah and then they, maybe you maybe hit on one of those other guys if you go three of eight in a draft that's good fifty percent damn near uh, I mean yeah. And they'd be cheaper than a first-round pick. Because you hit on a first-round pick like a Jared Goff or a Todd Gurley. Yeah, you hit. They're also not cheap. Yeah, they cost. Right? Yeah, they cost. You hit a, on someone that's cheap. Yeah. yeah. And they're good. Yeah. You're you winning hit, here. You hit on a Shaquille Griffin who you're paying like 600K. Hey, hey, we're going to use Trey Flowers now, okay? Oh, let me see how much Trey's making. I would say four. 570. Ooh, I was around there. See okay. what I'm saying? Like, they don't, if you hit on a Trey and you just take 10 shots at it, take throw 10 darts in the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 4th rounds and say... All right, cool. Let me try to get a Trey Flowers and a Shaquille, you know? It's not bad. No, and then you go, you hit the UDFA market, and you try to find you a Puna or a Doug or a Philip Lindsay, you know, or a Michael Man. Bennett. Look at all these undrafted dudes I'm naming. Yeah. You know? I think Aaron, Was Arian Foster undrafted? No, seventh round, I think, out of Tennessee. Uh, yeah, you find your dudes like that. It's not, it's not bad. In other words, unless it's the Seahawks, if it's a different team, you might take that. Those two first rounders. Oh, I think another team should definitely. For example, the do Buffalo that. Bills. It, yeah, I think there's every team <laughs> in the league, not named Patriots. Well, not every team. No, not every team. Patriots, um, Seahawks. I'm trying to think of what Chargers. teams are like set where they wouldn't want to do that at that time. Browns. Yeah, there's some teams that probably just like their situation. But if I was the Browns, I would do it right now. It wouldn't hurt you. To I'm have, not even oh, joking. I don't know. Really, I like Baker. You know who I like more than Baker? <laughs> Two first round picks. No, I like Russell Wilson more. So I'm saying if you're the Browns, like yeah, okay, you trade. I feel it. Yeah. He's proven himself. Okay. Yeah, he's got jewelry. What about Pat Mahomes? That's a team where I would not. Ooh. I would I would just be like, you know, we have Pat. We're good. <laughs> Legitimately, like, we have him on a rookie deal too. You yeah, that's another thing. He's you have him on a cheap. I don't know what they're paying him, like a million bucks or something like that. Not I'm not even joking. Right? I think it's like a million or two bucks. Like, okay, well, there you go. That's insane. Uh, by the way, so yeah, and that it, if a team wants to do it, yeah, I was just wondering where Damien got. <laughs> I was like, dude, all basically, I did was drive twenty minutes, man. If, How do we get here? If y'all got lost, basically the biggest thing was franchise tagged after the sec after the first year that someone steps in and says, hey, I want to throw a little bit more. Basically, the Seahawks can say, well, we're gonna get two first rounds. In that situation, Mike is not doing that. And deal. then when they do that, when a team does that, to clarify, let's say it's the Saints or whoever, they wouldn't be doing a one-year deal okay that would be that you do that and you agree to an extension, extension. oh wow like a four-year or five-year whatever and then the seahawks would be like okay cool do we want to match uh heavens no uh, and you let them bounce <laughs> you <take 'em. laughs> yeah you let them bounce that's what it would be uh so from another team yeah absolutely i do that okay but what if i'm the seahawks i'm like no what about russ potentially being traded which i'm just this yeah. off season i know it's probably oh the, man Low percentile of that even happening, but Russ being traded is that the is that a is that a scenario that could 
actually happen if the deal isn't done by the 15th or if Russ feels that he is not wanted in Seattle, et cetera, et cetera. I d- okay, that is a really worse, worst case scenario. That's bad. That might be the worst scenario of them all. Because, you know, as much fun as people poke at, like, like John Gruden, right? Like, I'm very confident that he was going to botch. Like, how many picks do they have? They have, like, three first-round picks in the next, uh, uh, what? Oh, no, did they give one up in that Steelers trade? No, they kept their first-round picks. So, uh, I think they have, what, three in the next two years, I think? They're going to botch, probably. All of them, <laughs> all of them. Because to be honest, in the the problem with also in that first round pick scenario, like why I'm a big fan of day three picks is you what you can expect out of them is lower. That's true. Your first round pick, you you're pay them, and you're expecting greatness, right? Like right much. away. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're expecting a Pro Bowler. Rashad Penny is an example. Just throwing that out there. I mean, even you you just take like a regular like DJ Fluker was a first round pick, right? You need you you almost want them to be a Pro Bowler. You know that's just high expectations on a whoever you draft at that spot, you know, whether it's a Jermaine Effetti or Bruce Irvin or whatever, like you want them to be a guy in the first round. Whereas in the fourth round, who cares if they're a guy, right? He's not supposed to make the team. Exactly. So that's why. So trade him right now, that would suck. And what would they the, get? Two first rounders? <laughs> that's the thing because Khalil went for two firsts, I think. So, you would think Russ would get two first picks for him. I don't even know if there's a is there a precedent for trading for a quarterback like this. I know there's been some bad quarterbacks traded. I think like Kyle Orton was in a trade a long time ago. Remember Kyle Orton, six round pick. Yeah, I forget. I, he might have got swapped for a quarterback. I, I can't remember that now. But I, oh man, it, it's so it's so out there that Mike's sitting here thinking, what could they even do this for? Who could who could possibly? I mean, that that would be crazy. It would have to be probably more than two. It'd probably be two first round picks. And then a player, a, a player of a he, good player, a good, uh, like yeah. the other team's quarterback. I wouldn't. I would say the other team's running back or receiver, maybe, or defensive player. You gotta get somebody good, and you can't get a quarterback, especially if he's not on that same level as Russ. You're talking about maybe four quarterbacks that you can possibly trade him for, and they're not doing that. Well, I would, and then it would have to be if I'm the Seahawks, I would only want someone who's on like a, a rookie deal. Like someone, it would have to be maybe a Pat Mahomes, and and even the Kansas City Chiefs would laugh at that. They'd probably be like, "Nah, we're good." Or you just like something like wild, like you get like maybe two first round picks from the Chargers, and then you also get like Derwin James. Now, that's not is that is that bad? I don't know, man. I don't. I mean, you lose (laughs) your quarterback. We're exploring scenarios of trading Russ. I think it's all bad, but (laughs) I mean. When you did what you just said, they get a really good safety who we both mentioned the Seahawks should have taken in the draft. Yeah, I think he went one pick before they Which is picked. still the Seahawks had a chance. I mean Yeah, you could have just moved up. Yeah. <laughs> How hard is that? The Seahawks uh, love trading down. And then, well it was really just no I think Derwin got picked seventeen and they had eighteen. And Dan Quinn not Dan Quinn, who coaches the Chargers? Uh Anthony Lynn. But his D C is uh his D C is Gus Bradley. There we go. Who used to be yeah, Seahawks D C. So yeah, he took him at seventeen and then they traded back and then uh drafted Rashad. Uh, so yes, is that is that trade bad? Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that that sounds like a bad trade. I mean, put it this way: you gave away Russ, and now and you got to have a quarterback. And you got two first round picks, and you got a Pro Bowl safety, and you have no quarterback. That's on a, a you got a Pro Bowl safety on a rookie deal, and you have no quarterback. That's a problem. Yeah, I think anytime you don't, and to be honest, the other problem with that, the reason why I brought up John Gruden, I don't have confidence in the Seahawks doing well with those first round picks. That's the other thing. Like, when's the last time they hit on a first-round pick? 
I think we literally discussed this, and I can't remember what we said, what you said, but I know it's been a long time. Is it Bruce? And that was 2012. <laughs> seven years ago. Uh, yeah. Who was the other ones? Jermaine, Rashad. I uh, maybe we're missing somebody. Yeah, well, man. Put it this way. It's been a minute. That's not good. They hit on third and above. Uh, yeah, I mean, they hit on some second <laughs> rounds, too. I think Frank was a second round, I think. I think Justin Justin Britt was a second round, I think. He's gone. You can't use I think him. Paul Rich. No, Justin's. Justin, I'm joking. Dan, you should have seen your face. Oh, man. yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> I had P. Rich in my head. And I know he is gone. And he was a second round pick as well. Okay. Uh, Tyler might have been second. Out of Kansas State. I think he was picked like 69, which is hilarious uh, for <laughs> several reasons. Uh, I'm not going to go into them. But okay, let's get to the other reasons. That's, well, that's actually, you kind of mentioned it. You already said he ain't holding out, but what if? Oh, as a worst case? Yes. Yeah, no, that... So that is a how possible scenario. Hold, how long would you see genuine, humble Russ decide to sit on his couch and not go throw? That's the thing. So... A worst case scenario. So let me just map out this scenario too. So what we go through, we went through franchise tag, right? Yeah, they tag. could they could tag him. And yep, then he traded or a, or a trade. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, if the price is only two firsts, that's that's a great deal. You would have to then throw in a player. So you better be a quarterback, and then it has to. I mean, come on, man, you can't be throwing out a safety because you ain't got no quarterback. That's a problem. Yeah, I mean, maybe you throw in like getting, a pass rusher. Mike, you are still missing points on the board. The Seahawks defense can hold you to ten points, and you can't put up ten points. That is an issue. Uh, yeah, no, that that. <laughs> I don't know how many first round quarterbacks you think can come to the league and just come out and throw rocks and score touchdowns, but it's tough. You could you could do Unless something Pat like Pat Mahomes is coming again. I I don't see it happening. Who's a nasty like defensive player that just is on a rookie deal? Is the what about the kid from Denver? The line the the rusher Bradley Chubb. Is that his name. Is that enough, Mike? Him and Dwayne and Dwayne. Him and, and Clark is is that really enough? You think is that? Yeah. Gonna, give me that, t- give me two firsts and give me give me Bradley Chubb. And you have no quarterback, Mike. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's bad. tough. Yeah. Uh, this is why this is a big deal. <laughs> or you know, give me uh, give me the kid from Cleveland. He's good, right? The, the uh, Miles Garrett. Yeah. Give me Miles Garrett. Do- I keep saying Dwayne. Why do I keep? I don't know why. I don't know why. Frank Clark. Miles. Oh, Garrett. that's who you keep getting mixed up for Dwayne? Frank and Dwayne ain't even close. Where are you getting Dwayne? I didn't say no, I don't know. It just keeps coming in my head for whatever reason. But anyway, Miles Garrett and Frank Clark. Is that enough, Mike? No. Yes, your defense. You also get two first round picks. Draft a quarterback. Draft Kyler Murray. He ain't gonna do what Russ did. You never know. I do know. He's short, he black, he fast. Russ is Russ. That's like my that's like excellent draft analysis. <laughs> that really is as far as like some of these cats go. Black, fast? <laughs> Short. I swear, they just look at the body types. Like, let me look at this Dwayne Haskins kid. Hmm, okay, okay. Byron Leftwich. I was like, wait, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just calling him that because they built the same. Oh, that's terrible because Byron didn't last long. But he's a, he's a great OC now. Yeah, it was like, let me that. look at this Jameis Winston kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jamarcus Russell. And it's just like, no, man. They're, both, bust, man. they're just both chubby. That's <laughs> not the same at all. They, that happens that happens a lot. Uh, so that's, that's my draft. I'd be a great draft analyst. He would be cracking up. I would, oh, because I'd be honest. I'd be like, you know what? Like, he's a little white dude, kind of small. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, if I, oh, Hunter Renfro, let me check this out. Uh, Jordy Nelson, done. <laughs> Draft him. You know, that's that's where, that's where, I, that's where I would be with it. you have a second calling, Mike. Oh, I'd love to be a draft analyst, man. I only got to work like five months out the year, and everyone no, no, just. No, 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 you're still writing, by the way. You're not just dropping this. You're going to write and do that. Uh, so do I get paid more? Absolutely. You get double. You get paid more. Oh, 
it. <laughs> why would they? Why would they less money? Why would they make? Why would they tell you to take less? Why wouldn't the Seahawks pay Russ? Some people are just difficult. <laughs> you know that's okay. That, I can't argue with that. That, that, All right. that, that, that is franchise tag traded and holdout, which might the holdout is real bad. How many? How, how many weeks would you think humble Russ would hold out if you put a number on it? That's the oh man. But I it's would tough, just because it's Russ. I would just want to see his face when they tell him don't show up. <laughs> For real, he'd be like, wait, what am I supposed to do? Well, he can call you up. Uh, You're available on Saturdays? I'm going to be at work. <laughs> That's why I said Saturdays. Oh, I mean, yeah, he could come play flag with us. We, <laughs> we do be needing the QB sometimes. You know, I mean, that would be that would be nice. So may, so you may, perhaps four weeks maybe Russ sits out. Nah, because if you hold out, you gotta you have to play it out till you get the deal. A whole season then? A, a, a Le'Veon? Could Russ really hold out a whole year without throwing a rock? Go uh-huh. Hawks! Can you imagine six, technically seventeen weeks without hearing that? I was just gonna say he could go play in the AF, but <laughs> that's going to, that's crumbling as we speak. That yeah, that's that it's sucks, crumbled. man. I like the AF. Did give give dudes a chance to make some bread? That that sucks. Uh, let's see a whole the holdout is just so not likely. But the <laughs> bad the bad part about it is it would just be a mess in Seattle. Not just for not because they don't have a quarterback, it's because it just sets a bad precedent. Seattle don't want to pay nobody. Exactly. And it's just like... Who wants to come here? Guys can kind of understand like, ah, man, you know, they may not want to pay Earl, right? Earl's 30 or 29, whatever. Oh, they may not want to pay Cam, although they did. Um, oh, maybe maybe the things are getting difficult with like Bobby. You know, you can kind of understand that from like a player perspective, although you may be upset about it. You understand it, that it's a business. Yeah. But what you will never be able to fathom as a player is we don't want to pay Russell Wilson. That would just always send a bad message, no matter what the team does and like PR to try to flip it, you know. And the Seahawks aren't like, you know, John Snyder's not like uh, Jerry Jones or some of these other like readily available uh, or constantly available like GMs and front office people. He only speaks like three, four times a year, so he's not in control of the narrative very much, right? So you get bad press on something like not paying Russ. There's very little you can do to combat that, other than pay Russ, which is why you get the deadline, you know. It's like, dude, I'll put this deadline out. I'll leak this deadline if you guys don't pay my dude. Like, what's up? That, that's not to say that's what happened. Let me get that clear. <laughs> but that's why you do that. The quarterbacks have the leverage in that in that way. It's just tricky because we know Russ ain't going to miss no football. Like, okay. what is Russ going to do on Sunday? It's a Sunday in October. She's going to make weird There's no football. and have us going. She's going to be busy, too. bro. She's probably going to be on tour or something. She got album dropping, I think, next month. You know, she... She gonna be at work. She gonna come back from the tour. Like, look, you still here? You <laughs> need get <a> job. <laughs> All right. Here's one more that I that we came up with. Gonna be at home changing diapers, man. That I, that I think could be a possibility if April 15th does not work. He plays out 2019. Hawks actually do well. Let's say they make it to the NFC Championship game and they, they lose next year. Next year for 20. So, so 20, this is this is assuming no deal has happened. No deal has happened. Yep, that's correct. No deal has happened. Russ plays out the whole season. Gets his last what seventeen million dollars. He's up for a new, basically, he's up for a new contract still. Mm-hmm. Seahawks did well. They went to the NFC Championship and lost. Mm-hmm. Now Russ is under the impression, dang. I mean, we were right there. I'll do whatever it takes, kind of. Do whatever, you know. And that gets interesting because his, his his reps do work for him. At the end of the day, he does not work for the reps. They you know they they work for him. So it is what he says goes. So that is that's a possible scenario. I would I would say. That is just like, look, I want to stay here. So out of here. those four, that's the number one that probably stands out for the quote-unquote worst case. It's not bad, but it's not also great in that situation. Well, the worst case is the trade. 
I think absolutely the Seahawks are gonna do, they you would lose do the rest right now. Well then, yeah, well, it, you get the first round picks, but you so you can draft like Kyler, or like one of them, one of them tall white dudes. Well, Elway's gonna take one of them because they're tall really? white guys. Who knows, man? Elway's pretty bad at this. Well, he always takes a tall white guy. That's for sure. Right? Hey, we just got Flacco. Is man, the dude from, is the dude from Missouri tall? Is it Drew Locke? If he's tall, Elway's taking him. <laughs> You're a tall white guy with a big arm. Sure. Oh boy, gotta have him. Elway will slap a number seven on you and draw all over you till training camp, and then you start throwing balls over people's heads. <laughs> He's like, "Ah, damn it, <laughs> that, I, me- I messed up on this." So that's why that's the worst one. The tag one isn't that bad because what the tag does gives us two more, gives Seattle fans two years with Russ, two more. Correct, and it gives you time to like build a contingency plan. Because right now I don't think they team. have one. No, I'm saying like building a new, finding a new quarterback. Good luck. I mean, that's easier said than done. Russ is a gym. It's not even just easier said than the Seahawks haven't done it. The Seahawks have picked, they have acquired how many how many good quarterbacks have the Seahawks acquired since John Snyder and Pete Carroll took over in 2010? What one? Russ? That's one. <laughs> one. But you don't have to because he's doing so well. That's the catch. Even your backup in that situation. Uh yeah, but they haven't even been able to do that. Well, because guys get in trouble, man. They were t- yeah, Tavares did yeah. That Cynical was, Walls was elite. That was oh boy, <laughs> he had a, he had elite braids. I'll definitely give him. He was a solid backup though. You have to admit, Mike. Yeah, the problem is he was starting games. <laughs> <laughs> that was after Matt Hasselbeck, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. No, that's yeah, that was that was the problem. See, like they tried the Tavares thing, tried the Javon Boykin thing. They just tried the Austin Davis thing. They just he was bad. Who are they trying now? The Paxton, Paxton Lynch thing. They just tried the Brett Hundley thing. Like none of these work. Right, like the, the Seahawks have no track record for, for being able to evaluate quarterbacks. <laughs> they did it once. That does not mean you're good at it consistently, right? And a lot of teams aren't. But that's the other thing about not paying Russ. It's like, okay, cool. How can you sell that to the fans? All right, we're not gonna pay Russ. Okay, that's we, stupid. What you gonna do then? <laughs> Who's gonna throw this rock? Like, better call Colin. Oh boy. Oh, this. You know what? This does leave me an opportunity to ask about Colin Kaepernick. To, to Snyder and Pete, I haven't gotten to in a while. I'd like great to. question. The mood just changes. Not to do anything, you know? Collins out there. Uh, yeah, they called him twice for job interviews. For nothing. Each of the last two Probably seasons did a favor for somebody. Uh, That's what it sounds like now. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, they know sure. he's so talented. They we'll know he in. is. They know he got skills. He was a tip away from going to the champ to the Super Bowl again. That would have been them going again too. Like that's right. Like they, they know, those teams were man. Harbaugh and them boys, they, they they loaded it up. They they knew what was up. I mean, that, I guess yeah, that is a uh, a scenario where you know Russ plays out the year, and he's like, look, we were right there, but then that could backfire too. Let's say they win like six games. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, it's like you're home to Bel Air. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out here. It's, it's, I'm gone. I'm Best gone. case scenario, he gets his money. Uh, yeah, that's like the only good scenario we've discussed here. I love going to the bad ones first. We have to, man. We have to keep it real with everybody. Uh, yeah, because there's nothing. The thing about what uh, what, what Bob broken again that I can confirm. There's no this this is not good. This is bad news for for everyone. Because right? Russ doesn't want to get to this point where he's not showing up to work, or that he has to threaten to not show up to work, or he has that he has to just like even put it out there that. You know, because this is essentially something from his side that comes that says, look, this is our deadline. And if you guys don't meet this deadline, then we are done talking about this, which then that leads that leaves the door open to, OK, so where will Russ play? You know, the door the door is open 
and you don't want to leave that door open. So that's why this is bad news. This is real, real, real bad. I can see why people are freaking out about it right now. No, they. I mean, it sucks. This is. They have every all Seahawks fans have every right to freak out. This is the franchise quarterback. He's done nothing but do his job and then some. Yep. I mean, would and now you now there's he has to put out a. He basically has to say, this is when I want things to take place or else. Right. And the Seahawks are saying, he's bluffing. Or the Seahawks are thinking, he's humble. We, we might be able to. Uh, really? Just. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Give the man the bag, man. So we've, we, we discussed how much he should probably be. Yeah, 35 mil probably a year. I don't know the guarantees or whatever, he's but you got to pay. He's top four quarterbacks in the league. Top five, with hands down. Okay? Well, the, the thing pay about the quarterback salaries is we, we've seen this, right? Look at all the guys who have spent time, even if it was brief, as the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Matt Ryan's done it. Matt Stafford's done it. You know, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think Drew Brees might have been for a little bit. But, like, it, it's not necessarily whoever is the best, well, right? Because I didn't even just even name Tom him, Brady. I mean, you know, I mean, just give him – start out $20 million. Jeez Louise. A year? Why well, not? That's insulting. That's oh. insulting. Sam Mike. Bradford got $20 million a year. Well, you can't compare the two. Sam is... Which is which is what... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what Russ people are like, yeah, you can't compare the two. All right, Kirk man. Cousins got... What did he get? 84, 84 he million million guarantee? He didn't even make the freaking playoffs. Uh, yeah, no, he's bad. But if he got that, my if I'm them, like, look, my client deserves this. All right. So that was probably like $35 million a year. I guess the good news... Here's the good news to this scenario. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap... I'll put a bow on it. That's something good. Here's the good. Remember how we mentioned like in college, if so you get a your, your deadline is April thirtieth, okay thirtieth, thirtieth right. for your papers due at the April thirtieth at midnight. What do people do? Scramble, and what do they eventually do? Get Turn the paper in. turned in. Eleven fifty eight. So, if I was everybody else, I would I would be by your phones or your your TVs or your computers, 14th. whatever on the thirteenth and the fourteenth. You go, you know, or the twelfth maybe. What's the twelfth? It's a Friday. Um, so yeah, I think that yeah, twelfth is Friday. So the twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth, that that might that's probably gonna be a busy weekend now. What would have been crazy is if Russ was thinking Avengers and was like, yo, they got to the twenty sixth. Oh, is that when the new one come out? Yeah, that would have been crazy because now people are like, Dang, is Russ gonna have a new deal? But also I'm gonna go see the Avengers. What are you gonna choose? You wanna wait for the deal to be broken or you wanna go see the Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> decision decisions. That's a three hour film right there. You can't be looking at your phone on that one. Three hours. Well, three hours and two minutes. That's a drive to Spokane. More like Portland. Let's try to Portland. It's worth it, I, I, I would say. Uh, yeah, maybe it, maybe it is. Before I like, we get out of I here, like though, one. we did want to get out of here on one more thing. Dwayne Brown said something very interesting, something that Mike and I have discussed thousands of times. Dwayne Brown been reading and listening <laughs> to us. <laughs> Big facts. Because where did he? I don't. We don't. We don't have the audio. I don't think we're allowed to use that. I think it was with um, NFL Network. And Dwayne yeah, essentially. We don't, we don't want to get sued, right, Mike? No, man. We don't got a lawyer budget on man to man. Let you guys know that now. <laughs> We're working on it. I ain't getting sued for nothing, especially not by no other rich people. You know, like that ain't gonna be no case. Uh, I think he he essentially said that. Look, yeah, sometimes we 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 ran it too much, or ran it too. We stayed committed to the run to a fault. Is effectively what he said on NFL Network, and the whole rest of the world is like. Thank you. <laughs> if Dwayne says it, it must be true. Yeah, because that was the that's the main thing with uh, a lot of people who are like who cite like analytics in terms of like throwing it, pl- 
players, coaches, and even some fans throw it back in our faces. It's like the game's not played on spreadsheets or your nerds or numbers crunchers just trying to change football. You know, like Charles Barkley's a real like anti-analytics guy in the NBA. Analytics is stupid, man. Yeah, it's like, no, man, you're stupid. This is what it's like. Let me tell you something, Mike. First of all, Kidding. Oh, you do a good Barkley. I hadn't heard your Barkley before. Hey, that. man. That's a good, that's a good Barkley. enough of them. <laughs> uh, but them. Dwayne Brown basically validated, like, the whole us, you know, the homie Ben. Yeah. You know, sent, basically the whole athletic staff here. <laughs> We've been on the fact Shout that they're, out. they're running it. They're running it. They're running the ball into the ground and running the team into the ground as a result. Right. We've, we've talked about this a million times. But it was funny to hear Dwayne say it. Oh, it was perfect. Because you know he didn't want to say it. Like you watch the video, he's like, ooh, I shouldn't have said it, but I, I meant it. it. But I meant it, though. Yeah. And he meant it. He meant it. You know, he didn't just go up there and just say it because it sounded good. No, he said it because it's been it's been over here in the, in the heart section, just sitting there, just simmering. And yeah. somebody put a mic on him and said, you know what? I'm going to talk that talk real quick. Might have had some truth serum. Uh, not, he, been feel, he knows, man. He's been <laughs> in the league for a long time. He knows what it takes to win. Yeah. Even if you lose games a lot in your career, you do know what it takes to win. You just do whatever my team ain't been doing. Like if you're, you know, I was going to bring up he who shall not be named, but I'm not going to do that. Ooh, starts with a B and ends with a. You know what? Let's not do that. Let's not do that. My bad. Try to end it on a positive. Thank you, Dwayne Brown. Thank you, brother. He's letting them know. Throw the damn ball, but I guess that's a problem. They might not have no quarterback. <laughs> There's no one to throw it. <laughs> if that happens, if we if the Seahawks don't want to, yeah, we don't want to get into that. But there you have it. Breakdown on what's going on. If you haven't read Bob Condota's uh, Bob Condota's story, be sure to do that it's on Seattle Times. Oh, I forget that man. I can confirm it. It's good. <laughs> but man, I gotta get the, I gotta I gotta get my rep up, man. Bob's good. He's been in the hey, league. He's been in the game for a while. I'm sure Michael probably have something coming on it too, right? And I'm not nah, I probably won't write anything about it because I just confirmed it right here. That's this true. is this is the platform I'm confirming it on. That's true. That you know, I want you to I want everyone to listen to how this sounds before we sign out. All right, introducing the twenty nineteen lineup for the Seattle Seahawks at quarterback. Uh number twelve, Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be good. Pay Russ. There and you pa- have it. Pay him now. Hey, if you have questions. Hit them up. Oh yeah, I'm doing a I'm doing a Seahawks mailbag. So you can, yeah, hit me. I, I posted a link to my Twitter. You can also just tweet me questions too. Uh, I'm, I try to go a little bit more in depth if I can uh, in those mailbags. I mean, hell, they, they added be, another 100 characters. Now you got 280. No, I'm I'm talking about in the responses. Oh, okay. They be, I'll be like finish. I'll be turning in my my thing and it'd be like 2,500 words in a mailbag. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I know. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I know it's gonna suck. It's really gonna suck. But yeah. Give me your questions. I'll definitely answer them. And oh man, if they play Paxton Lynch on opening weekend, I'm gonna request a trade. Yeah, I like to see if I can get a. Can I cover the Falcons, <laughs> Steve? Where you at, man? Talk to Julio. Trade me to you Atlanta. Let's go to touchdown in seven weeks. What's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, trade me, trade me to Atlanta, man. Well, this has been another episode of Seahawks Man to Man. Be sure to follow us both on Twitter. I'm not gonna tell you where to follow Mike because. Yeah, they already know what it is. Blue check. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206 and that's CKID206. Be sure to rate, review the podcast on iTunes. Just tell a friend to tell a friend, man. That's it. Anything else you want to add, Mike? No, we uh, we appreciate the love. Uh, no Paxton Lynch 2019. Ooh, let's do it. Hashtag.